we know the truth. We know that God is not a reactor. We know that God doesn't dodge bullets that the devil fires. God is an initiator because he is the ultimate authority. And scripture says that we have that same authority. Therefore, we, you and I, as God's people, we do not dodge the devil's bullets. There is no bullet by the enemy that can penetrate that armor of God. We must remember this. We as God's children being bulletproof, we must wear our suit of armor. Matter of fact, Jared, let's go to Ephesians 6.11. Uh, Ephesians 6.11, it says, Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Now, you've heard preachers preach this, okay? I've talked about it. But I want you to look at it in a different way. I want you to look at it that you and I are warriors. We're in a battle. I mean, this is happening right now. You can see it. The past five days, it, the enemy has ramped up like you wouldn't believe, opening the door for the Antichrist. We wear an armor, all right? I want you to look at it differently. It's like you're a football player. You, you have your shoulder pads. You've got your helmet. You walk out on the field. You are completely protected. You have your armor. All right? Put it on. Wear it 24-7. Never take it off. Don't even take it off when you get in the shower. All right? Because well, it's spiritual armor anyway. You cannot be hurt. No weapon formed can hurt you, come against you. But you got to understand that this media mafia machine doesn't like you. And they hate Jesus because he's truth. They're not. So in their world, Jesus is illegal. But you and I, as God's child, to them, we have no value. But tonight I'm here to tell you that God is saying to you and me that you are priceless. You were bought with a price, with the blood of his son. You are so valuable that he died for you. He rose for you. No mafia media machine is ever, ever going to come against that. God is calling for his people to rise up tonight as we legalize Jesus Okay, so I, I get caught up in this. I'm passionate because we don't have time to play, uh, you know, lollipop Christianity anymore. We've got to get down to business, all right? And what's happening now is people aren't really going to the Six Flags Over Jesus Church as much, but what they're doing, they're sending me all these Six Flags Over Jesus videos. Somebody sent me a, 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 an email asking me if I wanted to order the Joel Osteen box. I can get this little box and put it right on my desk and listen to Joel all day long. Yeah. Like it's, I, I'm not going to, you know, I don't mention names too much. I kind of being a little, you know, joking on that, but what's happening. They're passing around all these videos. Now, all this propaganda, this nonsense, the timing of this so-called election, everything that we've gone through the past five days I mean, do you feel like you're in the twilight zone? Like, this is not really happening? Folks, 
we're turning a corner and we're turning it very quickly. All right. This election with the lawsuits. And by the way, it's not over. I've been following really uh, investigating the, the uh, lawsuits and, 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 you know, nobody's showing up at the press conference when they're doing the, uh, Trump and Giuliani's holding these press conferences on the evidence they're finding. None of the media is showing up. I don't know, maybe Fox News, but they're not covering it. Don't you find that a little supernatural that everyone's jumping on the, I hate the man in the tower uh, bandwagon? It's important to understand who controls the, this media, all right? We're going to talk about that, and I want to get into that right now. Who controls the media? The media is the one that told you there was a winner in the election. The media is the one that has uh, given out the propaganda on this Black Lives Matter, Antifa, all this other stuff. They're the, uh, they're the initiators, the instigators. But who's behind them? You have the, the corporations. It's called money. But who's controlling the corporations? Well, you could call it the, the deep state, the shadow government, the one world government. There's many names for it. But, you know, I want to go to this interview that I did with Russ Dizdar. I think this interview will explain it a little more in detail. Jared, if you've got that interview up, let's check this out. The one with me and Russ Dizdar. But yet the problem's not fixed. Sure. It takes someone deep in the deep state to, to, to say, hey, you know, in other words, program multiples in the deep state to make sure that this thing is carried out the way it's supposed to be carried out. Yeah. Not just the guys flying planes into the towers, right. but it's got to go further sure. and deeper than that. Yeah, because, again, here we are, the, the public. We're seeing all the mess. Right. We get tired of it. And then here's the next step. The, the basically, the, 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 the public fringe of political leaders and all that kind of stuff. Then we talk about that next layer, the deep state. We all agree it's there. It's right. radical. there, And right. I believe the deep state is complicit to and helps globalist ideology. Uh, absolutely, yeah. But below them, what, what we have to get to is below them, the ones that have the real power, right? That's that's what's steering all of it, and that's where I think you and I are at. Yeah, and actually, that's where most Christians should be. Sure, that's our battleground. Sure, right? And it's the biblical revelation too. It's the biblical understanding of the end of days. It's all secretive. It's hidden until it comes out. Wow. Last question. We've been talking about this. How much of this is going to play out in Matthew twenty-four in the Book of Revelation? Yeah. How much of this is happening right now? Sure. Well, and again, I, I love studying. You're sitting in a room with thousands. And th I love yeah. studying and reading. And I read, my, I read for years and pursue. And, and I don't care what I've engaged. Here's what I'll still say. Biblical prophecy is advanced information. It's intel. God gives us, he gives us ahead of time how it's going to play out. Um, there really will be an Antichrist and a false prophet and an opening of the abyss. There really will be a new world order, Revelation 13 or Daniel 7. There really will be the rise of the troops. You cannot have this without the, the global troops that will be involved. Even Armageddon, <clears throat> Revelation 19:19. even Armageddon, the kings of the earth, the armies of the Antichrist, that's all going to happen. But it's gonna, it takes decades to develop. We are in... I believe, the final stages of that development. If, 
if the stages were four stages, are we in stage two? The fourth being the last stage. Are yeah. we in stage three? Or are we in stage four? I believe we're we're at stage three at the breaking point into stage four. Stage four. And stage four is the tribulation. Sure. Okay. Sure. And what you're saying is all these things we've been talking about, satanic rituals, uh, demon possession, uh, multiple uh, program multiples, yeah. that is the sand and the concrete mm -hmm. that sets the foundation yeah. Yeah. for what's going sure. to happen in stage four. Absolutely. It, it, right. And they have to be here. Now, the good news is, you know, God restrains and holds it back. Right. And, and when, when, but when God removes and, and no longer restrains, all of that which is already here, embedded, plotted, planned, it will break out like like Hoover Dam breaking. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be a from that point. It's not going to be like a Hoover. It's not going to be a frog in the kettle approach any longer. It's going to be all hell breaks loose. Wow. And and but the true believers, sure. the remnant. I'm sure. not talking about just people sitting in a yes. church building. I'm talking about the the remnant. Yep. We will be lifted up, meaning we will have the mind of Christ. So we will understand. How are we going to fight against this when sure. it happens? What's sure. going to, what do we do? Well, you know, again, total dependency on the Lord Jesus. Just as missionaries and, and believers in Syria, in, in Sudan, uh, just as Christians had to do it in the days of Rome or, or the French uh, Revolution and beheadings and so forth, uh, or, you know, that we have to do what the early church did. The book of Acts is a great field manual for today and for the end of day. Not just for the early church, but it's going to be similar to that. Christians will be pursued and be, you know, there, there is a plot, a dark, biblical prophecy shows it, the dark side's plotting that when it's getting close to unleashing everything, they got to get rid of a lot of Christians like you. They got to get, they got to get rid of, so if you think in terms of those deep state people that want people off the air, they don't want, they want, you know, certain media to be shut down, that's nothing compared to what's going to come. Yeah, certain media being shut down. They want people like me off the air. They want people like you off the air. Why? Because they want God gone. All right? Folks, we are now, Russ was being kind. He said he thought we were in the final stage of uh, Act 3, if there's four acts. I say we're in four. I say we're there, and I say it's being ramped up, and I say there's no time to waste. I believe God has commissioned us, okay, you and I, all of us, to be the ones to go forth, carry the torch. Because if not for you and I, and I'm, I'm talking about God's people, if not you and I, then who? What, do you think some politician's going to do it? You think some professor is going to? You think some billionaire is going? No, God doesn't use people like that. He won't even use preachers that hide behind their pulpit and want to just preach every Sunday, and they want to preach a, a, a Candyland Jesus. He won't use that. He uses you and I. He uses the broken. He uses the, the, the nothingness to create amazing things. That's why it's so important that we legalize Jesus. We start first in our minds and our hearts. He is legal. Don't care what you say, enemy. My God is legal. When you walk into a room, the demons shake. Please, let's band together. Legalize Jesus, all right? I, I can't stress 
how important it is that we do this. Okay, so please uh, go check out uh, davidheavener.tv, sign up, because we'll be going underground soon. Um, and also, again, if you would um, text 71777. We've got a campaign going on to keep us on the air till the end of 2021. You guys were so kind last week. We did have partners come in and really help us. We, uh, text 71777, the word chosen, 71777, the word chosen, or you can uh, go to davidhavener.tv forward slash chosen. All right, we come back. My guest, James Trevett. We're going to be talking about if God is our king, then we must be part of his government, right? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What does that mean exactly? Is God now setting up his government, like right here on earth right now? And how does this election debacle, how does it tie in with God's real government? And the most important question, will you be part of his government? And if so, what position? When we come back, stay with me and tell me to my guest, James Trevett. We'll be right back. They've made many, many movies about aliens. But the question is, are they angelic or demonic? The sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and took wives of them all they chose. That's Genesis 6, verse 4, and that's the pivotal verse to understanding the true meaning of the flood, and that the sons of God were, in fact, angels, rebel angels who rebelled against God, took human women as wives, and their offspring were the Nephilim giants. There's a verse in Daniel chapter 2. Uh, where it says that in the end times they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. And I believe that's a reference to this attempt by the fallen angels to try and mingle their seed once again. Why would an alien or demon want to abduct somebody or cause them to have this experience? What that does is it makes the abductee feel very special and very important. I have worth, I have purpose. Here's this alien who most people don't even know exists and he chose me. Right. He chose me right. to be the protector and guardian of this information. Right. Uh, you had this this gentleman and he was implanted many, many years ago mm -hmm. by demonic forces. Yeah, demonic okay. forces. This guy was implanted and taken, abducted when he was five years old and implanted. Wow. Um, you could cut this one with a razor knife, but implant 16, you could only cut it with a laser beam. So there's an evolution of these things. So when we actually extracted the implant from uh, patient number 17, that was all done on film. We saw it on x-ray, CAT scan, uh, ultrasound. It was giving off a, a radio frequency, a Gauss meter reading of 8.0. We have no idea what we're looking at. So they could be doing it now. They probably well, it's, are doing it's, it now. There's no so, doubt in my mind. What would happen to the state of the church if the government were to come out with some kind of an alien disclosure? saying these are our cosmic brothers and sisters. They've been visiting us for thousands of years. They've been giving us technology. You know, right. here they are. They look like us. They're in the, they're in the flesh. Right. That sounds absolutely fantastic to us, but this is what was happening in Genesis 6. 